If you're driving, please remember to use your car's Bluetooth speaker while listening to the AM Drive. Sports talk is not worth your safety or the safety of others. Grab your popcorn and sit back. <laughs> Jump the gun. Oh, no, give me more than that. Okay, go this way. <laughs> that was dumb. <laughs> we are. Happy Thursday to everyone in the sports universe. It is September the 15th, 2022. This is the AM Drive on our Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook pages. For Aaron Crouch in Vegas, I am Michael Carvelos in Savannah, Georgia. What's going on, Aaron? Not much. Good morning to you, Mike. Good morning. Um, So, I want to let the people know that tomorrow we have our, our spaces which is going to be fun. It's a wager wire live. And I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be fun. I'm going to talk some more football on there, but um, I believe it's just going to be me this week. Right, Aaron? Yes. Um, buddy of mine's getting married on Sunday. So I had to switch uh, working days. Uh, you know, him, token tokens getting married. Token Tony. Oh, wow. Cool. Good for him. Shout out the old Vegas square token. Tony. Yeah. Token Tony is tying the knot. So, uh, He'll be doing that this Sunday, so I had to switch working days. There you go. Go to www.mikeandarendrive.com to find our sponsors, YouTube, shops, socials, everything you need in one place. Visit our website today. It is so simple. As Aaron told you guys yesterday, well, the day before. Sorry, guys, I was sick yesterday. Um, it, it's just it's just easy to do this kind of thing because there's so many different websites out there. Go click this, go to this promotional link. No, just go here. That's all you need to do. Mikeandarendrive.com. It's simple. And I think you coined that website name. That was pretty, pretty clever. Yeah, I wanted to do just amdrive.com, but apparently it was taken. So who's out Ooh. there? What imposter is out there? Well, oh, who knows? Let's get right into it though. Oh, so this story came out about a couple of days ago, I believe. The Phoenix Suns and the Phoenix Mercury owner, Robert Sarver, was fined 10 million bucks and suspended a year for stuff like sexual harassment and supposedly saying the N-word, although he was reading someone else's thing, which is very... Similar to what Kale Gundy did, I guess, which is kind of stupid. But here's the thing LeBron James lashed out on Twitter about there's no place in the league for this, which I agree with. Everyone agrees with that. There's nothing, there's something outspoken LeBron said. LeBron said something more should be done. Adam Silver comes out and says, Why? Well, I can't make the guy do anything. The owners have to, which is what Aaron has brought up to me in private, which is a great point. And then Chris Paul comes out and says stuff. And Aaron, I want to let you know, I have a problem with what Chris Paul said. Because I have told people before, it's like when the Washington football team thing came out, 
a few a couple years ago about all the crap in their workplace. All these reporters who are literally in the locker room all the time, like, oh, this is just horrible. This stuff should never happen. I'm like, you guys never saw or heard anything close to this? Chris Paul, I know it's not his job to go to, to, to do that stuff. I know it's not his job to talk to owners all day long. But there is no way in a fiery furnace that Chris Paul knew absolutely nothing about this. What you're the director, the you're the players association guy. You play you're the star of the Phoenix Suns besides Devin Booker. How do you not know? I don't understand that. These these guys, oh what so it's your workplace, bro. I don't know what else to say, man. I am so perplexed. LeBron obviously has a point, but not that big. I mean, like you said, nothing I'm silver can do. But Chris Paul, man, come on, dude. So, you know, I we talked about this kind of when the investigation really yes. first came out. I feel like we talked about this last year. We did. And I'm going to say something that might be a little unpopular or not PC here. And this is not an attack on Chris Paul or LeBron James. But I do believe that the players will overlook the misogyny and sexism because they're guilty of it themselves. Maybe not in a workplace environment, but let's be honest. I mean, you know, guys on the road, bringing people, you know, bringing girls home and treating, you know, women and listen. I mean, just sometimes the music of the culture can be derogatory and race and not racist, but sexist and, and misogynistic. But I don't necessarily side with, you know, Robert Sarver in this case. Of course not. I'm just saying, like, you know, it's selective outrage here. Like, I understand you can throw in the the misogyny and the sexism because they were sanctions or they were, you know, they were some of the behaviors that were committed by Robert Sarver. But let's be honest. I mean, I'm not saying Chris Paul or LeBron James is misogynistic or 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 sexist, but there is it happens in, in professional sports. Like they do. And it's I a believe- locker room. Yeah, it's a locker room. Like it's not the most politically correct area of of, of the country here. So, um, it's not a pot calling the kettle black kind of thing because I don't want to throw those guys all the way down to the to the to the well where Sarver currently sits. Uh, I believe Adam Silver could have done more. Now, taking the team away, I've told you, you can't do that. That's 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 what the owners did to Donald Sterling. They forced him to sell, and that's what um, you know, ultimately I believe they're going to do with Robert Sarver. However, I do believe that if you found 17 years worth of this <laughs> uh, inappropriate behavior in the workplace, like I know it's mostly probably at this point testimony, he said, she said. I mean, there's not really a lot. I can't, I mean, I haven't seen it all, but I can't imagine there's tons of hard proof, like recordings like they had on Donald Sterling. But uh yeah, I mean, it's it's more of a you're suspended indefinitely until, you know, basically the owners can figure out how to get you uh, to sell the franchise. I could – I don't know if this would happen, but I could possibly foresee Chris Paul and LeBron James getting the players together and boycotting until they do something. I, well, think, this could, really- I think this could get ugly. If they're already that outspoken and they know that's what has to be done – they might do it. And I have no problem with that. And the, and the situation here is the fact that, like, when the year expires, if they, you know, if the, if the 
owners decide you know, to let him keep his team, hmm. he can't show his face in either the NBA or WNBA. Especially the WNBA. Even if they are all, I, I want to say this, even if they are all LGBTQ, whatever, it's still like, like you're around women, and that's a big problem. 100%. Because even if they overlook the the use of the N word, because what you're saying is, is, is kind of some of the, most of the use of the N word was in like retellings or quoting somebody else, which I mean, it still does. I mean, I think it's whether I agree with it or disagree with it. I think that's just a word. I don't care whenever it pops up in your world. And, and honestly, I don't believe anybody of any color should be using it. If you really want to eliminate it or eradicate it from society, but Anybody of our skin color or, or non-African-American skin color, you just, you see that word, you just, you move on by. You, you, you say N-word, you blank, you say bleep, you know, you say, or you just say, look, here's, there's a word I'm not going to say. Like, you right, know, I, I, I get it. And, and people, you know, have different mindsets. And like you said, yeah, that's not a mindset of anybody who, I don't care how much money, power, status or importance you have or think you have that just, you don't have the right to say that word. And whether, like I said, I think it's stupid. I think it should be, no one should say that word because we really want to just eradicate it from vocab. But the fact of the matter is, is you, you know, you Robert Sarver of all people. Don't oh, no, have white right. man. <laughs> yeah. You're a white guy. And look, and like I said, I'm, I'm, we shouldn't be dying to say that word. It's not a good word for anyone to say. So, yeah, I, I think it should have been an indefinite suspension. And, and Adam Silver, uh, along with what will eventually be the players, uh, will push to to push him out of the NBA. And, and look, he'll make a pretty penny selling the Suns. Of course. You know, no problem. And, you know, that's his right. That's his investment. Like, you know, I can't – you can't take that away from him just like Donald Sterling. So. And Donald Sterling still probably did a lot – Worse, in my opinion. But anyways, we're not here to compare that stuff. Mm, I mean, a quick comparison. If if you're talking about 17 years of misogyny, sexism, and racism, and they're all true, I mean, he probably did stuff that's not caught. Is that what you're saying, Donald? Yeah, Sarah? yeah. But, but here, here's okay. But here's what what makes me mad about that: the 17 years thing. Is like with Washington Commanders, nobody said anything until all those things piled. That's a load of crap. Everyone in that organization knew what was happening and didn't want to speak up. And to me, they're almost as guilty because they're allowing and they might be laughing. It's like me. Okay. I didn't bully anybody in school directly, but there were times when I would laugh at somebody being bullied. And now I feel stupid for doing so. You know what I'm saying? Like you can be guilty by association here. I mean, yeah, I, I, I can understand your thought process there. Guilty by association. Yes, thinking something. I mean, you're right. I mean, like I said, I, I, I'm i making an assumption here, but I, I'm willing to believe that most people have selective outrage on the the racism more so than the misogyny. And mm-hmm. some people have selective outrage more on the mistreatment of women than the racism. I mean, it's it's all bad, but, you know, you're right. It, I don't know. It's it's weird. I mean, and again, at the end of the day, you know, we look at a situation here and the majority of the evidence, and I would probably say all of it, 
is just testimony. We're just does, any, does anyone have Watson. any harm? Yeah, I mean, we All live in a world gonna... where you can you can and this 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 again this is not a politically correct thing to say. <laughs> we live in a world where you can theoretically round up enough people who are close to somebody and say, "Hey, look, we're going to get a big payday out of this." Uh, we just need to all corroborate a story. And if enough people, you know, come, you know, if there's enough smoke where the fire is, allegedly, you can, I mean, this, this, this is a case of it. I, again, I'm not defending Robert Sarver in, in any stretch of the imagination, but I mean, it's pretty much testimony. It's pretty much, they said, I mean, he, he really, I don't know. I don't see any record of him, uh, you, you know, firing back in this or talking. I don't even see any, anything like him, releasing a, a statement or a press conference or anything. He has cooperated with, with the NBA. So well, I love how that part comes out. Like, like it's like he was just so cooperative. Okay, good. <laughs> I mean, is it cooperative that he basically said, yeah, I said those things or did those things? I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's, that if that's the case, I mean, say that. if that's the case, if he's admitting to this stuff, then, then yeah, the, 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 the you know, it's signed, sealed, delivered. He's, he's going to be go. out. He's going to be out. Yeah. And, and that's the thing, you know, you may be the biggest, there's always a bigger fish and, and guess while he's one of the owners, the other owners are going to, they're going to take him out. Can't wait. Well, they're going to succumb to peer. They're going to succumb to pressure from the media. Even if they, even if he wasn't a cent, they would still do it. Well, it's not pressure. I mean, you can't tell me that all these owners who, who govern all these players, are going to watch these players protest and and then create a firestorm in their own house by right. not just getting rid of somebody. I mean, it's so easy to just say, dude, you're selling your team. You're going to make a few billion dollars. And we, you know, we get to get rid of this problem. It's, it's not hard. Fair enough. Um, well, today is Thursday and I want to let people know about a giveaway. I'm doing a contest really because we missed yesterday's show our hump day show. And you're probably wondering, okay, well, what, what does that mean? Well, next week we have Aaron has named the Wednesday show because Hump Day is too generic, right? And Geico might not like us anyways. But until next week's show at 11 a.m. Eastern, if anybody can guess the name of our Wednesday show, the hint is food. It's on our pin tweet on AM Drive TV on Twitter. I'll buy a $25 Fanatics gift card. For somebody. So, you see it? What's going to be the Wednesday show called? And we need a Thursday name too, but we'll get to it. Um, when we come back, we're talking college football. Are you ready? I'm ready. Ready. Let's ready. do it. We'll be right back. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, Shop the merchandise for $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, even $13 mugs. High quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch at amdrive.online. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, 
All your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah, you want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear from all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. Welcome back here to this trash talking Thursday. No, that's not a good one. No, we'll come up with something for Thursday. Welcome back to the show here on AM Drive, presented by Fanatics. You see them right here in the corner. It's very simple. When you want to shop Fanatics for the best in memorabilia, merchandise, and apparel, you got to go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com, which is right there. MikeAndAaronDrive.com. You hit that uh, website up, and then you do what, Mike? Got to click the F, man. You do. When you click that F, it takes you into the Fanatics portal where you can shop until you drop for all the latest and greatest from all your favorite leagues, teams, and players, memorabilia, merchandise, and apparel. Click the F today at MikeAndAaronDrive.com, and when you do that, it helps out the show tremendously, and for that, we thank you. We do thank you. Um. So Friday is a pretty good game, I'd say. It's Florida State's. It's Louisville, which I'm going to get mm. right one day. You did. You got it right right there. Say it again. <laughs> it still hurt. Louisville. Whatever. Louisville. Yeah. Louisville. Nice. Whatever. I'm glad you told me that because I don't like to, you know, be, you know, not good grammar over here. So, hey. um, So, Malik Cunningham is, well, first of all, Florida State's minus two and a half and the total is set at 56. Malik Cunningham for um, Louisville. Is it playing well? It's <laughs> not playing well the first two weeks. In fact, the Cardinals also, or the Cardinals, is the Cardinals or Cardinal? Is it uh, the, that's the Cardinals plural. No, the Stanford okay. is the Cardinals singular. Okay. Well, the Cardinals allow 200 rushing yards a game, so I expect Seminoles running back Treshawn Ward to have a field day. Now, Louisville Ooh. did win on the road last year, 31-23, but that was when Lee Cunningham was not figured out by college football. I have Florida State minus two and a half here. You're welcome. Yeah, I go into this, obviously. You know, things are looking good in the Mike Norvell era. You know, it's it's 2-0. and It's a big win against LSU. Uh, the way yeah. I look at this, just looking at the, the way these two teams have played to start the season, yeah, it's pretty impressive for both teams. I mean, like, uh, you know, Louisville went on the road, got a big win against UCF, which again, really, <laughs> UCF kind of let that kind of slip through their grasp, and they got some bigger fish to fry. But I look at this as a very, you know, kind of a defensive uh, struggle. It's where okay. I, I see this game really playing out. Both teams are going to play well. Uh, the run game is going to matter for both teams, not only for the running backs from Florida State to Sean Ward. To Foley and others, uh, but Malik Cunningham's legs—like, can 
Florida State wrap up Malik Cunningham, keep him in check. I mean, they are currently, uh, what, second in the ACC and 19th in the nation in yards uh, allowed per game. So I know that's only two play, two, uh, two games, and one of them was against Duquesne, who's basically a, a doormat. <laughs> Duquesne. Um, Duquesne. But, um, <laughs> you know, they've got to make sure Florida State does. If they want to win this game, they've got to make sure they can contain Malik Cunningham, which they did not do last year with to the tune of 264 yards and four touchdowns. Yep. Um, I think I'm leaning under in this game, but uh, I would probably take a peek at the home dog with Louisville. And that's just taking my, my Seminole cap off at this point. Do it. Do it. I'm, I'm taking the under. Show us the hat, man. Show us the hair. Oh, this is not a Seminole cap. This is the theoretical Seminole cap. <laughs> I don't have hair. It's gone. See, bye. Yes! Okay, we're good. Um, Are you good? You don't sound good. <laughs> I know, right? Noon Eastern on Saturday. Again, all these times are Eastern, so I can just get out of the way now. Sorry, Aaron. Um, Number one, Georgia against the unranked South Carolina Gamecocks. And guess what? Spencer Rattler's back in town. Um, Georgia's minus 24 and a half. I don't like the hook. But um, the total was at 55 and a half. For me, I feel bad for Spencer Rattler here because it reminds me of Bo Nix, like just a guy who's got hype and just not good enough. Now, last year, Georgia won 40 to 13 at home. And that was only 27 points. And in that game, J.K. Daniels, hello, threw three touchdowns. And Stetson Bennett was one of two with a pick. Hmm. But I do expect a running attack by Georgia and some turnovers of Spencer Rattler. Um, so I'm going to go under 55 and a half, and that's in case of a late cover by South Carolina. Yeah, this one seems like they kind of want you to take South Carolina. I, I know that they got uh, they got beat up pretty bad. I mean, the score was only a 14-point difference, but they got beat up pretty bad by Arkansas last mm-hmm. Saturday. The question will be uh, – Georgia will cover this easily if they can run the football, and I think they can. I know a lot of people are a little down on, myself included, you know, only beating Sanford by 33, but <laughs> this is a stat I haven't seen in a long time. I know it's two games in the season, but it's still insane. Like The Bulldogs' defense leads the nation in scoring defense at 1.5 points per game allowed. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that last year we were doing that crap too? Yeah, I mean, it's they're off to a strong start again. I mean, it's... It's insane. They they are the they are the new retool and reload versus you know like Georgia's always been kind of a a hiccup. You know they they just never could get over that hump. It seems like Kirby has got them over that. Hump. Mark Obviously, Rick, a, um, a national championship will do that for you. Um, but the Gamecocks are currently 129th out of 130 uh, 30th or 31st in terms of rushing yards allowed. So there's the big discrepancy. Uh, you know. Um, yeah, Spencer Rattler is just a guy. Like, he's nothing. Like, I'm sorry. He's an albino kid. That's all I can get. I mean, I'm not even trying to look at that part. Like, he's just a, he's just a guy is what they – a lot of the scouts used to call, you know, quarterbacks that they just don't have high hopes on. Or, like, a guy who's a name, but really the talent doesn't match. He's just a guy. He's got a great name, to be fair. That's a cool name, sure. But that's all it is, is a name, you know. So, um, yeah, I think Georgia covers here. I think they okay. just beat them by like five touchdowns. 
She was maybe like like forty two to three or no, 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 no. I think South Carolina I think it's Yeah, I mean I think it's probably in the neighborhood 42 of like ten? Well no, I was gonna say like forty nine fourteen, like uh That's fair. Like they kinda did to Auburn, but they may give up a couple more touchdowns. South Carolina plays Georgia well, just to let people know. It's kinda like the it's not as bad as the Colson Jaguars in Jacksonville, but it's not it's not a, a terrible thing for South Carolina this week. Yeah. Oh, by the way, they lost two defensive starters to season-ending injuries last week too. So, well, there you go. Uh, <laughs> South Carolina did so. Cover. It, I, think, I, I think it could get ugly. Yeah. But noon Eastern as well. Number six, Oklahoma, and what's left of Nebraska. Um, Oklahoma's at minus eleven. The total is at sixty-six. Hello, Satan. You see that Scott Frost is done, and that makes you think. Well, yeah, you know. Two touchdowns for the Sooners easily, right? Well, I don't know. This is Oklahoma's first road game. The first two were, I'd say, pretty easy. Nebraska's 0-3 against the spread. Last season in Oklahoma, by the way, again, this game is in Nebraska, but last year in Oklahoma, Nebraska lost 16-23. to And that was with Coach Lincoln Riley against Scott Frost. Here's the issue, though, Aaron. Last year, you don't know who the coach was for I mean, for the quarterback was for Oklahoma? Uh, wasn't it Spencer Rattler? Spencer Rattler! This year, it's Dylan Gabriel. I trust Dylan Gabriel because he's an experienced quarterback, and I believe it's Oklahoma minus 11 after all. Because I was thinking to myself, well, that's kind of close last year. Oh, Spencer Rattler played. That's why. Yes, Spencer Rattler played, and I think this might have been the first instance we saw of Caleb Williams uh, last year, mm. but I could be wrong. So like, Good morning! Yeah, excuse me. Uh, so this just smells like a trap. Yep. Like Oklahoma walking into Nebraska after Nebraska just fired their coach. Uh, Mickey Joseph is the new interim head coach, and a lot of the players were being interviewed – and one player specifically said that, you know, the Nebraska program just was a losing culture and a losing smell around the uh, around the program. Kids who just don't want to come and put in the work. And uh, that's your so, fault, but okay. Yeah, I mean, it, it, no, that was that was... wasn't a quote. That wasn't a quote. That was just me saying, you know, I I, I don't know. I mean, Scott Frost, it's it's a complete and utter failure of a tenure. I yep. mean, you're five and twenty-two in one-score games during that uh, during that time that Frost was in uh, in Nebraska. And again, nobody can blame Scott Frost. You know, I know a lot of UCF fans are like, "Well, he should have never left UCF." I mean, come on, guys, it's his, <laughs> it's his alma mater. I mean, it's literally it Nebraska. Is. Like, well, if well, he was taking a job with like some other middling Power Five school, like I don't know, like just say he went to Maryland or something. No offense to Maryland, but offense Ooh. to Maryland. Um, like say he went to Boston College, let's call it that. Like it's kind of almost the equivalent he went. Yeah, I can see. Like, why do you do that? Like, you you had something building here in a G five. You you know you could have been, you know, you know something important could have happened. I don't know. Anyways, point being, twelve. Yeah, but I mean, point being is is that like you know it just it didn't work out. So this feels like the classic NBA game where the coach mm-hmm. gets fired. And while Nebraska might not win this game, I think we do see another close game where they cover eleven points. They lose by ten. How about that? Yeah, they'll lose by like seven or eight, or this thing will go to overtime or something. It'll get cl- it'll get hairier than you uh, than you expect it to. <laughs> oh, maybe. Um, at three thirty, BYU's 
the Mormons take on the number 25 Duffs. Whack, whack, whack. Um, Oregon's minus three and a half here. The totals are 58. Now, you wouldn't know this, but the Ducks, and more specifically Bo Nix, who was mentioned earlier, they made up for the Dogs' beatdown. They scored 70 against Eastern Washington, but it's still 70 points. And more importantly, Bo Nix was 28 of 33 with five touchdowns. That'll work. Unfortunately, BYU has a pass defense that's only allowing 150 yards a game, and that includes at USF and beating Baylor in two overtimes. I want to give Bo Nix and the Ducks, like, like full disclosure, the benefit of the doubt here, but Oregon allows 116 rushing yards a game, and that includes 100 by Eastern Washington. BYU plus three and a half. Give me a field goal win for Oregon if they do win. Yeah, this one's tough to cap, uh, but that BYU Baylor game was uh, was awesome. I don't know if you watched that game, but that was an exciting were... game. <laughs> it's more in my neighborhood. Of, it was a late game for you guys on the East Coast. I but, know. Uh, I was sleeping. Yeah, this one's tough for me. I don't really have a lean one way or the other. My my thought process early would be, I mean, neither team plays great defense. My thought process early would be the over. Mm. Like I really it gets think me this, hit over time. Well, yeah, I just I really feel like we could get this game in the 30s for each team. Because that's, it's Bo we'll see a lot of turnovers too. So, yeah, I mean, it's kind of where I'm looking at this at this point. Uh, you know, for me, I think it's I think it's just one of those games where you think about you know, oh, what we've seen from Oregon and BYU. Like BYU, like you said, it was a low scoring double overtime affair, and we saw Oregon get trounced on the national scene. Nobody cares what happened against Eastern Washington. They saw Oregon put up three. So I'm thinking they're thinking, yeah, yeah, I'm thinking that a lot of people see this as a, uh, you know, that number being too high, 58. Mm. So I'm going to lean the over on this one. I like it. Good for you, Aaron. Good for you. (laughs) 3.30 as well. Number 22, Penn State. What's up, Pete? And Auburn Tigers in um, Alabama. Penn State minus three. Totals at 48. I'm actually perplexed on the spread because Auburn is 2-0 beating um, Mercer and San Jose State. <laughs> Penn State went on the road and beat Purdue in week one and, like, handled them. Like, they were up, like, 21-10 early in that game. Mm-hmm. The Nittany Lions are allowing 260 yards to the air a game, and that would be awesome if T.J. Finley could throw a football. My only problem with this one, picking Penn State minus three, is that what if Auburn gets up for the bit? I don't care. Oh, Penn State minus three, and I think they win by 14 or more. Yeah, Auburn struggled last week. I mean, I know that they, like you said, they beat Mercer pretty easily, and they actually were – Losing at halftime to San Jose State. Uh, I'm not 100% sure I really love being on a road favorite going into an SEC uh, domain that's not an SEC team. Like, I think Penn State should have lost. Penn State should have lost to Purdue. I mean, let's let's be honest. They probably should have lost to Purdue in this spot. So, uh, it's not only that. It's a revenge game. I mean... Auburn walked up to Happy Valley last year, couldn't get a win. I think they want to get a win this year. You're right, TJ Finley is not great. Yeah, he's not great. 
But, uh, you know, we're three weeks into the football season. I'd like to think this team's meshed a little well. I think Auburn Auburn gets the upset here. Uh, but I'll take the three points. Wow. Okay, then. I, I, I'm not mad. I mean, obviously, Vegas knows something that I don't. But to me, beating Purdue and then beating um, Checks notes Mercer and San Jose State doesn't do it for me. I mean, you're telling me that on a neutral field that Penn State's a touchdown better than Auburn – and on and at home, they're nine points better. I don't know if I buy it. Yeah, wow. Well, I, I think they're a better. They're a better team. There. They're a better team. But walking into walking into into Auburn, you know, on a Saturday where it's eighty thousand fans and they're all wearing orange. It's gonna oh be tough. My. Oh, I'm so scared. Okay, at nine o'clock, um, thirteen number thirteen Miami. The Hurricanes. Fun fact. I you were doing. I couldn't tell what you were doing. <laughs> right. There's now been six named storms. The last one's named Fiona in the Atlantic Coast. This, I found that out last night. So Miami Hurricanes, in honor of that, will play number 24, Texas A&M at College Station. A&M is minus five and a half, and it's 44 and a half as the total. Now, Miami just beat a Southern Miss team. That ran for 252 against Liberty and Hurricane Selma 24. Some somebody named Bethune, whoever that is, <laughs> rushed for 203 against SC State and 93 against Miami. He's talking about Bethune Cookman? Yeah, Bethune. It's a uh, HBCU in Daytona Beach. I don't know her. Oh, I should have done that if you said HBCU. Good Lord, cancel me now. <laughs> This is a pro-SEC, pro-Jimbo Fisher spread. I've got the hurricane season plus five and a half. It's also my AM drive five. Miami on the money line. This one's tough. I mean, a lot of people oh want to God. say a lot of people want to say <clears throat> Miami's back. You know, I mean, and, and they might be. Uh, you know, it's it's interesting. I think Jimbo's got to figure out the quarterback situation here. Uh, yeah, that's you know. true. I mean, Haynes King just really, I don't know, for all the hype over Texas A&M, he just really isn't doing it right now. I know they got Max Johnson, who uh, transferred from oh, LSU sure. yeah. yeah, after Brian Kelly got hired. Um, I don't know <laughs> if they'll make a change. We'll see what happens. But Jimbo's been – Jimbo's had Miami's number. Now I know that he's at Texas A&M. Miami's different. Crystal Ball's there. It's a different culture. Maybe Look, Miami, Miami's on the up and up. Uh, don't get me wrong. As painful as it is to say that. Uh, but I uh, – yeah, this one's tough. This feels like a – just it feels like a trap. Oh, my like, God. Why would anybody in their right mind be on Texas A&M? You're correct, uh, 100%. I don't, ultimately don't think I would play this game. <sighs> but if I did, I'd probably play over 44 and a half. I like that because I'm a total guy as well. I love totals. I think a lot of times people get trapped in the spread, and I ain't buying it. But this in this game, could I'm definitely be, buying it. This could be, if it goes well for Miami, this could be a, a game that catapults um, Van Dyke. I don't know his first name. The quarterback John. for Miami. Is it John Van Dyke? I'm pretty sure it's John. Okay. Uh, I don't think that's right. But um, – it could be a game that propels him into the Heisman talk. 
If he can, mm. he can go into College Station, win this game, and 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 you know maybe you know three hundred yards and three touchdowns, he could really. Uh, Tyler Van Dyke is his name. Boom. <laughs> Same thing, John Tyler Bob Susan Karen. Yeah, Dick Van Dyke's uh, illegitimate kid. No, was, um, I'm glad you made a Dick Van Dyke reference. That's low key one of my favorite actors of all time. Interesting. What's your favorite Dick Van Dyke thing? I liked him in Night at the Museum, but he was kind of scary. So I'm going to go with Mary Poppins, obviously. No, I like the show, too. The show is pretty cool. The Dick Van Dyke show? Okay. I forgot he was in Night at the Museum. You're right. Yeah, uh, fair he, enough. He was a bad Shut- guy. A little scummy old man. Shout out to Mike, an old soul. <laughs> I, I was in like, the TCM phase I had. Fair enough. I like it. I dig it. No, no disrespect. I like it. Uh, but... Uh, back on the wagon here, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think Texas A&M probably gets a, a gutsy win, but I'm not. I'm not about uh, that five and a half. But you know, I could what see if them. What they win really... by three, and I and we, we both win here. I thought you said Miami money line. Whoa! whoa. I thought you did. No, 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 okay. no, I did. But you have this way of convincing people. I don't know how it is that you do what you do, but I'll, I might just do plus five and a half for the sake of the AM drive five. Yeah, I mean, if you like Miami, I, I, I would probably take the, I'd probably take the points here in this spot. I would sprinkle on bet, the money line. Yeah, if you if you bet Miami, I feel like you kind of have to do money line because, like, why would they? I mean, if they're gonna keep it that close. You might as well win, right? I think this is a tight game. I really do. I think mm. I think you're 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 good. You're good getting the five and a half. It might if you like Miami, it might go up before game time. I don't know. We'll see. Um, if I have is just weird. But yeah, a little sprinkle, a little sprinkle on the money line just in case. They should probably be getting close to two to one, um, as far as that that money line goes. So yeah, I, I like the over in this spot. So yeah, if, if you're if you're talking about Miami, I mean, there's a way we can both win with Miami winning and over forty four and a half for sure. Let's do it. All okay, right. Aaron, this game I'm very high on. Okay, at ten thirty, Pack twelve after dark. Well, for one team. Um, Fresno State Bulldogs who could become a Pac-12 team. We'll see if USC and UCLA leave. I've always thought they were, but I guess they weren't. Um, at number seven, USC. I'll admit it, Aaron. Lincoln Riley's a dang good coach, and I was wrong the first two weeks. Well, USC is chewing what? I mean, of course he's a good coach, and he's got. He brought in. I mean, these guys that he brought in weren't on USC last Plug year. Plug and play. Plug and play. I mean, play. Caleb, Jordan, Addison, Travis, Dye. These guys weren't on USC last year. So it's not like, oh, you know, Clay Helton's such a sucker. You know, he, you he, shut he, up. he didn't have those guys. I mean, Riley brought them in. Riley's That's... a great coach. He was able to bring in great talent. It's not a knock on him. I'm just saying, like, it's easy to turn around the program when you brought in your own guy. It's like free agency, basically. Chemistry's tough, though. Um. 100%. Miami, so you Miami, USC is two and zero against the spread, but Jake, I think it's Hanner or Han, I think it's Hanner. Is it Hanner or Hanner? You know how to pronounce oh, that? Are you talking about the uh, Fresno the quarterback? State quarterback? NFL Jake, prospect Jake. I think it's Hainer. Jacob Hanner. Okay, I'll go Hanner. Well, he should be on NFL teams' radar. I'm gonna tell you why. Oh, I've, and I'm sure him, he is. Huh? I'm sure he is. You think so? Yes. Okay, last year he had eight games of over 300 passing yards, and like literally, I believe like a, a lot of them were like 350 and 400. This season, 
He's already done 360 and 370 or 370, 377, something like that. I'm going to go over 74 because I want a good game here. 74. Wow, that's the number, eh? And that's insane. Hey, but I like it because that's a lot of respect for Jake Hayner, okay? This dude, I'm telling you, he's getting better every year. And he's only 6'1", but, hey, he lights up people, man. I, uh, I, I'm with you. I like, I like a good game. I like a high scoring game. I like the intensity and the action. Cause usually by the time I'm done working, these are the, you know, these are the games I get to catch those late games. That's how I caught that Baylor BYU game, uh, last week. Um, I'm going to play a little bit of your Miami magic here with Fresno state. I think I'm going to take the 12 and a half. I could do that. And I'm going to sprinkle a little bit on that money line. Uh, let's see if Fresno State can walk in there and uh, beat Lincoln Riley. That will be a big win. for USC is not going to go undefeated, so this is a good game for you, for you to pick. You're correct. USC is not going to. I think Fresno State covers that. Now, I, I also thought Stanford would cover last week as well, and they almost did. They had a chance to you backdoor it. You talked me into that, and I wanted to. How did I talk you into it? I, 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 was, it I was saying USC at first. You said, oh, well. You know, Coach Brian, whatever his face is, plays this team well. Well, you know what the worst part was? It got bet up to like 12, and I still took it, and they lost by 13. Gross. <laughs> I know. It was gross. Uh, you're right. You're right. Now, I'm back on the uh, the dog wagon here with the actual dogs, the Bulldogs. Yes. Uh, Fresno State. Uh, yeah, give me the 12. Uh, I think it's actually 12 and a half here in Vegas at a book I use. So uh, I'll always take an extra hook if I can get it. Love it. So over 74 plus 12. Let's do it. Let's go. I guess it ha- kind of has to be over if Fresno State's going to be in it like that. So, uh, Yeah, probably because I, I think USC, USC will get theirs. Yeah. Now, are we going to look at like Appalachian State, North Carolina type numbers? I don't know. It might be in like a 40, you know, 45, 40 kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah, USC, let's get some let's get some late night action packed Pac twelve football. Let's and, go and potential future Pac twelve football. Ooh. All right, let's get to these games. The Mon- Louisiana Monroe Warhawks. Roof. They don't wolf. I don't know why I do that. Number two, Alabama. Um, Bama's forty nine point favorites. I'm zero two against Bama this year, by the way. <laughs> against the spread for me. The totals are sixty one and a half. Didn't you take uh, Bama last week? Yeah. Warhawks lost 52 to 10 at Texas. Hey, everybody remember Texas? Oh, yeah. The <laughs> Texas is Quinn Ewers back. got kicked out the game because this guy decided to drive his body into him. None of my business. That's only about 42 points. Utah State lost 55 nothing to Bama. And, Aaron, I'm going to tell you how bad Utah State is, okay? Very. They – Barely beat UConn. Remember UConn from last year? Mm-hmm. And they and they lost to Weber State 35 to 7. Did they really? Yes. Wow. I didn't see that. The fall of Jordan Love not being there has officially hit them in the face. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go Monroe plus 49. I think they lose like 49 to 3. Or 56 to 7. No, whoa. Whoa. 56 to 10. Okay, I'm good now. 
I'm taking Bama in this one. I think it's, Bama's putting up sixty and Monroe's no. putting up three. Oh, you uh, don't I'm... think you don't think Nick Saban's gonna have this team ready to just destroy anyone in front of them after what happened last week? They almost oh, lost. Can we do a first half spread again? Let's just do that this time. What would it be? Is twenty seven? What is that? 24, 24 and a half? Is that what it would be sure. just because it's the first half? Usually it's a round cut in half. I'll get my stick. And sometimes it's a little more. Sometimes it might be like Bama minus 27 or something like that. We're going to do two minus 27 then. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I think Bama, I mean, I know you can't correlate them, but I think it's Bama and the I think Bama gets that over by themselves. And Warhawks are amazing. Great, great name, I mean. Great name. Yeah, if you say so. How about Toledo? The Rockets. Is number three, Ohio State. This one is in my AM Drive 5, by the way. Ah. Toledo averages 200 rushing yards a game, but Ohio State only allows 64 and a half. That includes Arkansas State last week, who previously had 330 rushing yards against and a Grambling, but 337 rushing yards is a lot of rushing yards. They had 53 yards on 34 attempts against Ohio State. That's why Ohio State pulled away <laughs> eventually. Toledo will not. Be able to move the ball. But if it helps you, Toledo likes to run it. Arkansas State had the ball for <laughs> for 37 minutes in that 42-14 loss. That doesn't even make any sense to me. Right. Well, for almost 40 minutes, and they lost 42-14. to I think Toledo's going to make this one ugly, but I think 38-6. to So right on it, eh? Um, I am – By far. I am going to take Toledo to cover in this one, but Ohio State probably still wins by four touchdowns. You got under 62 as well? I don't know. I feel like if I, I need to keep Toledo around, that could be it could get dicey around the number. So no play on the number. Whoa! I don't have to be with you or against you. I don't hate your number. Like I just I just don't have an f- opinion on it. Like if Toledo wants to stay gritty and keep this around, like it could be. You know, both teams in the 30s. I don't see Toledo getting 30 points on Ohio State, though. But So, yeah, I'll lean towards your under. But, hell, Ohio State could put up 40 by themselves. And for me to stay around. What if it moves to 62 and a half? Are we good? Why do you need me to be on your sides? Like, what if it's 40? What if it's 44 to 20? Like, I mean, it it just happens Mm. that way sometimes, you know? Fair enough. UConn. Good Lord, I feel so sorry for these guys. And number four, Michigan, the people who hold their nose when they talk. I told a Michigan person that one time. They loved it. They're like, I've never heard that, but it's, it's trail. Okay. <laughs> Michigan's minus 47 and a half. Total is 60. Michigan allowed 140 rushing yards against Hawaii. And UConn averages 200 rushing yards a game thanks to a five foot nine running back, Nathan Kawada. Michigan has allowed 17 points this season all in the second half. I'm going to go UConn plus 40. You're going to hate me here. UConn plus 47 and a half. And also, I messaged the UConn kicker on Twitter. No. Royalists. Royalists. Huh? I'm just laughing. <laughs> Who has kicked a 54-yarder this year and set the Connecticut high school record with a 56-yarder, by the way. So, I'm, I'm, I followed him on Twitter. I messaged him saying, hey, 
I'm going plus 47 half based on your leg, sir. <laughs> I want I want no part of this number. I mean, oh. UConn's already lost their starting um quarterback. Uh, running back. Yeah, they've lost their starting quarterback, running back, and their top two wide receivers are out. <laughs> and even then, I don't know if I really want to be on Michigan like 48 points. Like uh just nothing for me. No play, but that's I mean, I'm I'm happy that you messaged the kicker. So have fun with that one. I mean, just just throw 10, 15, 20 bucks on it just to see if you can get UConn to cover that. Maybe that's the play. You know, UConn, Michigan just takes their foot off the pedal because they're going to be up 35 nothing after quarter and a half, you know. Right after one quarter, are you kidding me? So, we'll see. Uh, yeah, I want no part of this one. But, yeah, um, <laughs> when I read that, I was like, yeah, no thank you. Louisiana Tech, are they Bulldogs too? I think so. I think you're right. Okay. I'm going to go to this thing. Louisiana Tech at number five, Clemson. I guess that's another one of one of three Death Valleys out there. <laughs> Clemson's minus 34. The totals are 54. For me, Tech has been run over twice. Clemson's defense allows 256 yards by the um, Furman quarterback. Who? Exactly. I got Louis. I got, sorry. Louisiana Tech plus 34. Yeah. I mean, you. you how do you trust Clemson? To really just cover anything right now, they like can't it's just, blow. yeah, it's so weird. How I don't know if you remember DJ Ugalele in the game against Notre Dame. I think was, it was I was Lawrence, I didn't like him then either, but everyone else did. So, but he played so great that day. Yeah, he like he did in the in the win against Notre Dame. That that win against Notre Dame. Like, yeah, it's, it's, I got nothing for this one. It's 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 just amazing. <laughs> Their defense is incredible. Uh, yeah, that's Clemson my point. Is. They're going to so, win 31 to nothing. Watch. Okay, then you cover. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> Picture Georgia Sanford, okay? Are you ready for Thursday night football? That should be a dandy, by the way. I am ready. That's going to be a, yeah, tonight is going to be a big game. Let's take a break and talk about it next. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise for $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, even $13 mugs, high quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch at AM Drive. Online. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah. You want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing.
Quit searching the globe and get your high-performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear from all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. They're back. Aaron make picks against the spread every week in college football and the NFL for every game. And also pick UFC um, games, pick UFC fights as well. Like Nate Diaz guillotining um, Tony Ferguson the last week. I don't know if you saw that. Good last fight for Nate. I, I, I did see that. Yeah. Was that his last fight? Yeah. He said he wants to go box now. Well, he could do it. He's a fighter. And, and sure. Hopefully, he doesn't take um that idiot Jake or Logan Paul. My best. I hate when that guy makes the show, but that was my fault. Um. So yeah, go to pickamores.com slash podcast. If you haven't signed up yet, make free picks against the spread and win cash. It's simple. Aaron, you came. Me and you came close a few times last year. Yeah, I think I was like winning money until the Monday night game one time, and I you fell son out. Son of a god. I think I did win money once, or like I won. No, I didn't win money. I won those like points. Fourth. I won those like those points or whatever. Yeah, I won some points. Seventeenth recently. They buy you upgrades or something like that. I don't remember. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm using my upgrade this week on the um, Cowboys um, seven against the Bengals. Okay, I put like a hook on it. Oh, interesting. You like the Cowboys this week. I, I'm telling you, man, have you see their pass rush against that yeah. Bengals offensive line. Speaking of, yeah, but speaking of rush, Cooper Rush is going to play. Woo-hoo. Um, speaking of rush, you're going to have a rush tonight. That's just lame. Thursday night football is Chargers, it's Chiefs, and Aaron. I'm going to tell you a tweet from our AM Drive Picks page, okay? Because this, when it moved from three and a half to four, this justified what I thought was going to happen, okay? I've got over 54 or 54 and a half, whatever. It should be easy for me. I said, do not fall that three and a half or four point spread. Because what's going to happen here, I, this is, I promise you this is going to happen. Vegas has this thing all planned out, and I, I love it because I think it's, I have the same thing, okay? I thought like it was going to be a shootout regardless, okay? Okay. I believe this thing will be either Chargers or Chiefs leading late, okay? We're either going to get overtime, we're going to hit the over, or we're going to get some late touchdown and hit the over. We are hitting the over tonight. This is my guarantee. I've never had a guaranteed lock besides the Bengals being the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game, okay? This is my guarantee. I will take a shaving cream pie of the face on Monday. I can do it tomorrow if you're here. <laughs> yeah, I'll be here. Okay, I'll tell you, I'll tell you one tomorrow, okay? I know Shannon Cream's sitting right up there. Don't ask why. I cannot wait, okay? This thing is going over tonight. Book it. You got to book a number. What is it, 50, 54? I got 54 and a half on Android Picks, but I'll do, I'll do both. All right, well, it looks like it's down to 54. So for purposes specifically of the shaving cream pie, I'll, I'll bring it down so you could push and get out and get out of your bet. Fair. This one's tough. Like I, 
I really want to take the Chargers, and I know what? it's early. I know it's early enough in the season to where, like, you know, the travel may not be as grueling or or, or tough on them or taxing on them. Um, now they were in a dogfight a little bit. I know it toward the end of that game with the Raiders, whereas Kansas City kind of cruised. I want to take the Chargers, but t- I tend to lean the home teams with Thursday night football. Now, do I like four? No, I don't. I don't like four. But just for purposes of having a pick on this game, my lean is Kansas City minus four. I'll take them to the lead. I I don't think I'm going to bet anything tonight, but I would lean towards Kansas City minus four. Here's why my my the four kills me, because – I'm I'm guessing it was like we were like twenty seven, we were like 24, 24, 27, 27 going overtime. Like the field goal is going to destroy me. But I don't right. know. Do they, do they trust that dude enough though? Well, Bunker's hurt. Bunker I know, got but that, hurt. But, but the other guy, Justin Reed's pretty good though. Isn't he a safety? He had like a fifty-five yard last week, I think, and he was kicking touchbacks out of bounds. Who is he? Is he the punter? I don't know who he is. Justin thought, Reed. Because they said Eric Reed, and I'm like, isn't he the guy with no, cancer? Yeah, no, he's I thought he was a safety though. No, the no, Eric Justin Reed. Justin Reed. No, Eric Reed was Eric Reed was also a safety. You're thinking about Eric Berry, who had the cancer. Oh. Yeah, I think Justin Reed's a defensive back, or I don't know. Anyways, yeah. I mean he's huge. That's pretty cool when you got safeties nailing field goals and crap like that. But uh, I yeah, I I think this is like a six point Chiefs victory. In overtime. What's the overtime got to do with anything? Why do you need this game to go to overtime so bad? Well, because I feel like it's gonna, it's, it's gonna do it. It's just gonna happen. I'm gonna say it's thirty to twenty four Chiefs, and you're gonna push. I'll take that you're gonna loss. get out of your shaving cream pie. <laughs> I, I yep, you're that's fair enough. Okay. Most tickets home, bro. All right. Like uh, Mike said, tomorrow, Friday, football frenzy. Week two in the NFL plus our AM drive five picks. Uh, some in college, some in pro. So you're not going to want to miss that, of course. Uh, but until then, visit MikeAndAaronDrive.com. Uh, we'll talk about that in just a second. Yeah, visit nice. MikeAndAaronDrive.com uh, to support the sponsors, socials. What did you say it was? Sponsors, socials, Shop. something else. Shopping YouTube. There it is. Sponsor social shop on YouTube. And of course, don't forget tomorrow, Mike mm. has the Wager Wire weekend kickstart. I uh, will not be uh, in attendance for that one, but make sure you are. Visit uh, at AM Drive TV at, uh, at 4 p.m. Pacific time, 7 p.m. Eastern time. Yep. Uh, Mike and you, you can be a part of that space. All input is appreciated, encouraged, and welcome. You're going to be talking NFL. The big marquee games. I'm probably recapping this game that uh, is happening tonight, too, the Chargers and Chiefs, especially if Mike had to take a shaving cream pie to the face in the morning show. So, uh, so make, sure you're, make sure you're tuned in to tomorrow's show at 11 a.m. Eastern time and, of course, the space at 7 p.m. Eastern time on AM Drive TV. But until then, we want to say have fun, enjoy, watch the game tonight, enjoy it, and uh, we'll be back tomorrow with a Friday football frenzy. But as always, until then. Drive safe.